You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on for new customers. You throw down $5 on any uh, game, and you know what? You get $280 in free plays if that team does win. It's really that simple. It's that easy. Make it happen right there. Okay, it's got to be the NFL, though. All right. With John Schuster, I'm Mike Luke. All right, let's talk a little bit here, Schuster, about... Arizona basketball and where they rank in vis-a-vis the entire uh, trajectory of the Pac-12 conference right here. Now, right now, if you were to ask me which team I would pick to win the conference, I would pick Arizona for a couple reasons. First okay. of all, they're undefeated. So, all right. I mean, that's, you know, it's good to have that leg up. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you look at you look around, UCLA, <sighs> USC, they both have one loss. Arizona's going to obviously have to play both those teams twice. Oregon, to me, is the one that's very fascinating because Oregon's coming. If you watch them this past week, they blew the doors off USC. They beat UCLA. Um, The problem with Oregon, though, is you don't have a ton of margin for error because you already got two losses in conference play, and they were dreadful losses to ASU and Stanford. Um, Talk about a turnaround right there. But that, to me, when I looked at uh, Oregon, that, to me, is the one team that matches up athletically with Arizona fairly well, John Schuster. What do you think? Interestingly, as an aside, and we'll we'll work back to that, and I agree, Mm -hmm. is that Stanford may be the team that decides who wins the regular season in this conference. How so? Because they are the top of the second tier and good enough on a given night to win Mm -hmm. some of those games. Right. They can beat SC, which they have. Mm -hmm. They've they 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 have wins against SC in Oregon. Right. Uh so so they're (laughs) not a that that that's good. They're they're a team to keep an eye on. I don't think they're 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 good enough to win the regular season in the league, right. and I think they're more susceptible to some of the other decent teams in the conference. Right. But they've shown that they're good enough to beat the top tier too. Right. So they may have a lot to say when this all shakes out and is said and done, and who knows with you know the postponements and you know what other whatever other stuff might be. Uh, in the offing, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, you know, how this is going to play out. But yes, from an athleticism standpoint, a sheer raw athleticism standpoint, I think Oregon's the most athletic team in the conference. Mm-hmm. I think Arizona is second. Then you get into a discussion on because SC and UCLA, depending on how they play at any given time, uh, are probably third and fourth, uh, depending on how you ultimately want to lay that out. Now, does athleticism necessarily mean that that's the team that's going to win the conference? Mm-hmm. Of course not, right? Uh, because there are a lot of different factors that go into that. For instance, I I watched like you did Oregon play against UCLA and play against USC in empty venues, and the UCLA game was closer. Obviously, it went to overtime, but Oregon should have won both of those games. They were in more control in the yes. USC you game. You felt that they, they were, were better than both UCLA teams, had a chance to win. Yes. Uh, had a better chance to win. USC felt like it was always arm length, arms right. length out of the game. Uh, so if you use Oregon as a model, then UCLA is better than USC. Okay. Um, 
you know, how that uh, works itself out. But, but I don't know if UCLA is better against Arizona, that's, that's where I was going, than USC is against Arizona. I still believe, maybe I'm wrong, I've been wrong a lot, I'll be wrong again, uh, that USC poses more of a potential difficulty for Arizona than UCLA does. Okay. Um, and so, so there are a lot of, but it, it seems, I Here, feel like... Here's where I think Arizona, though, here's where I think Arizona has an edge over Oregon, though, is that I think when Arizona plays Oregon... I think, you know, all bets are off. I can see either one of those teams winning. I think the difference, though, is that I can also see Oregon losing to some crummy teams that I can't see Arizona. I think Arizona, basically, there's only three teams in the conference that are gonna that can beat Arizona, and that's USC, UCLA, and Oregon. I think it's just those three teams. I don't think that it's anybody else. Really? You don't think Arizona has a chance to lose on a weird venue, uh, a weird night the, somewhere against a good Pac-12 team? Well, outside of those teams, I don't really know because they absolutely, if you're not in Arizona's league or, like, from a talent perspective, they just blow the doors off of you. I mean, we've 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 seen that now. I mean, they they played like crap against or or excuse me against uh, Utah and much of the Colorado game. And oh by the way, he still won by twenty points. I just don't know when I look around the conference. Can Washington State do that? Can Oregon State do that? Can Cal do that? Can Stanford do that? Can ASU do that? Can and they've Colorado already no, that? and they've I, already beaten Oregon State on the road. Yeah, so I don't. Th- those are to me are the only three teams that I look at and I say that can beat Arizona. Oregon to me is different though because Oregon can beat all those teams, but Oregon's also does dumb things, and we saw that in the UCLA game right there where. You know, they're up, and oh, by the way, we're going to try to get you back into this game right here by throwing dumb pass after dumb pass to get you right back in to go into overtime. So that, to me, is a little bit of the difference. I would still favor Arizona, but I do think that UC, or excuse me, Oregon is the team that athletically I would be the most concerned about if I was Arizona. Yeah, it's and, and, and I think Oregon may be the most difficult tournament matchup for other teams as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, athletically, they don't. I think they're as athletically good as anybody in the country. Now, we'll see how that ultimately translates through. But in terms of who's more susceptible to losing to a team below them in conference, uh, I think think you're right. Oregon is clearly that team because even as good as they looked and as much as they're obviously improving— you kind of have a feeling that somewhere along the line they're they're going to look like a junior high slop fest, mm-hmm. and 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 you wouldn't be surprised if they have thirty two turnovers and they're two for forty five from three point range, right. and you know it's just it, it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would not that that would not necessarily they seem to be the team that's that 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 is more. That has more room for fluctuation mm-hmm. than the other ones do. Yes, Arizona didn't play well against Utah. Yes, Arizona didn't play well, particularly well against for a lot of the game against Colorado. But Arizona still does what it does, and usually that's going to work in their favor. I feel like UCLA is that way too. UCLA mm-hmm. does what it does. They're a veteran team. They're resilient. You you can't kill them. They're always going to be there. Every cliche that you can throw out there, there. they take what you give them. The frustrating thing to some degree as if you're an Arizona fan and and, and by proxy you don't like UCLA, is that UCLA does a lot of things that you really like, especially from from a temperament standpoint. They don't back down. They find a way to stay in the game late. They make big shots. They're just always... That they seem to always be there, right? And and that's something that 
you have to they don't wilt mm-hmm. so you kind of have to like that in your team right and 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 frankly i think arizona has a lot of that makeup too uh, which is nice to see. But UCLA has proven this on so many regular occasions over the course of the last um, you know, last couple, couple, couple seasons that taking the name and the powder blue off that jersey, there's a lot to respect about what they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and USC is always the underappreciated, although they were fifth last week in the right. ranking, so how underappreciated right. are you when you're that? But um, they're always in this conference, I think, kind of the underappreciated team. Right. UCLA has the name recognition. Arizona's the brand. Oregon's been the best team in the conference. Oh, by the way, USC just wins 25 games a year mm-hmm. and, right. and still makes pretty good tournament runs. But everybody else has some sort of identity um, USC's identity is that they're kind of the conference ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're really good. Right. And I think they're really good again this year, too. Yes. Uh, so it's nice at, at the top. Uh, it's going to be a very competitive conference. And hopefully those games can be played. And even if they can't, man, that Pac-12 tournament could be a lot of it's fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right. Well, you know what's also a lot of fun is the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Great deal going on. You throw down $5 on NFL games coming up right here. And if that team wins, you get $208 in free plays. That's simple, that easy, make it happen. Um, we tried to help you last week with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the, uh, uh, Buccaneers. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Both those hit. You need to listen to us. Schuster Domus, I am merely Mike Luke. All right. Arizona now, If and by the way, if you're going to get on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, take advantage of Arizona if you can right now. So if you've got Arizona... All right, let me rephrase. Arizona nationally, they're ranked third in the AP right now. Feels about right to me. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Yeah. Now, again, you do have some people that I think always try to be a little bit of an outlier, like Seth Davis has Arizona at 10. I'm not exactly sure how you can have Arizona at 10. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't have Arizona at 10 either, but keep keep going with your thought because well, I because, have some... Yeah, because here's my thought. He said, well, Arizona hasn't played anybody. Well, I mean, Illinois is good, but fair enough. So how did you have USC at five last week when USC literally has played absolutely nobody? Now, again, USC looks good. You and I both think they're good. But I haven't seen anything to indicate then if you're just going by who they play that USC's played good teams. When you ever get into... They lost to Stanford and Oregon, too, yeah. by the way. And, and, and when you ever get into this um, situation, you're, you're always probably going to be... There, there, there's going to be a little inconsistency on the, on the way that it's laid down, and there's going to be some bias. And there's also... When you have these rankings, and and the rankings don't matter, right. it's it's how they ultimately. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It's nice to be it's nice to be recognized, and it's good from a program standpoint and likely a recruiting standpoint. But generally speaking, most of this takes care of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, if you're what you're trying to do is if you're sometime uh, a Seth Davis or some some somebody does a top twenty five thing. Right. We'll use Davis as the example because right now he's the Arizona outlier. Right. Okay. Um, I don't. You know, if you if you wanted to make the argument to me that Arizona was sixth, I'd say, all right, tell me about your other five teams. Says, oh, okay, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You're putting Auburn. I know a lot of people have Auburn up. What do you there. think That's of fine. Auburn? I'm fine with Auburn. I, no, you know, what do you think about what do you think of Auburn? They're I don't I don't have any. I think they're a problem for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. What kind of I, right now? I'd be a lot more scared about Kentucky, mm-hmm. but that's probably commonplace in the SEC. I think Auburn's good. Pearl mm-hmm. can coach. They've got good talent. I still expect when the smoke clears that Alabama's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I, I expect Arkansas. 
to be a factor. All of a sudden, um, the SEC is good in basketball. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, the SEC is good in everything. Right. To right. be honest, yeah. they're good in everything. Yeah. Uh, where it used to be just a football conference. F- football has carried it, but they've done. Those schools have done a good job hiring coaches that are good in other uh, capacities. Arizona knows this full hand from uh, ha- having its uh, baseball coach lifted. Right. Uh, but nev- nevertheless, you know, I think. I th- you know, what you have sometimes is reporters who like to be the contrarian for no purpose other than being contrarian. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. It's not uncommon. Seth Davis isn't the only one who does it. Right. Lots do. Mm-hmm. I've probably done it numerous not times you. before. Not you. You're, you're far too respectful. You're, you're ta- you're, I would never you do have that. Far, your, your moral compass is far too strong. But I could easily. I've, I've done contrarian crap before. Uh, so I get it. You know, well, in you're the a end, harbinger of honesty. I am, and, and I'm and I'm being honest about some understanding what the contrarian does. Right. Okay. There's there's there, there's nothing to it. Right. You know, it's it, it's just you know it's just something that fills space. Mm-hmm. All these all these people writing these top ten things. All it is all a top ten list is is filling space. Right. And providing content. Right. Uh, it's not necessarily in depth content. It, it's list content, and list content is good for conversation. Right. So you, you know that. Uh, that that Seth Davis has, one one of the, I think the irritation to me about some of this is when a fan will say, "Well, I think Arizona is being or insert team here, mm-hmm. is being totally irrespected as a result. I can't believe we're such and such. The media hates us, and and we're not getting the respect we deserve." Oh, shut up! Right. It's a, this is going to take care of itself. Right. And the way to make it take care of itself is to force it on them by winning basketball games. Mm-hmm. Okay. You win basketball games, you're going to be ranked higher. Mm-hmm. You know, if I was when Lou Olson was at his peak, you couldn't ignore Arizona yeah. because guess I think there was a I think in that 15 year window we always talked about from like 88 to 03. I want to say they were preseason number one like four times. And they were ranked for how many consecutive weeks? It was a lot, yeah, and, and at one point, time. wasn't it a record number? It was, it was a record number, and I think, and I like think that, that where... they were bounced out off a preseason poll in which they were back in within, like, correct the preseason NIT, I think, 95, yeah. 96. Something yes. like that. So, 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 so the respect card is just... It's right. just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something that you need to pay a whole heck of a lot of attention. Who cares if... Say, for the sake of our conversation, we can make fun of Seth Davis to make fun of Seth Davis. He's yeah. easy to make fun of. Do do we think, you know, if you and I were doing a ranking, and I haven't admittedly looked really consciously at the top, hell, contrarian me. I might have Colorado State at seven just for the hell of it. Right. You know, it's, you know, in the end, do I think Colorado State's going to make it to the Elite Eight? No. Right. It might be a second weekend team, but, you know, they got one loss. Right. And they have one loss and a lot of experience. What the hell? Uh so, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of that thing. And and when you get into the position of how you break it down, you're also dealing with two different things. You're dealing with body of work and you're dealing with you know, overall record less when maybe one of the things you should be looking at is who do I think is the best team right now. Mm-hmm. But the best team right now might not have been the best team, you know, 2 months ago or a month ago. To use an example. Now, um, do I think, based on body of work, let's, I'll throw out, I'll be contrarian and throw out Colorado State. Right. It's Colorado State, let's say they're number seven. Right. Okay. Oh, one, one lost basketball team again. Really good experience. Won the games that are in front of them. Blah, 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 blah. Um, or do I think Oregon's better? Right. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Oregon's sure. a six loss basketball team. Right. You know, so, so how in the hell can you rank a six, can, can you say a six ranked basketball team is a top 10 basketball team? Right. Well, 
The six-loss basketball team won at USC, who was a top five team in your rankings, and UCLA, right. who was a top five team in your rankings. Why, based on who's playing well right now, why wouldn't you put Oregon in the top 10? So so you could approach this based on a week, a fluctuating week-to-week basis if you wanted to, based on who you think is playing the best basketball right now. And, and if that was your structured system, you'd have a very interesting top 10 that might include a team that is coming on very strong or had a really good week with some impressive wins. Here's what you need to do, too. You need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app Code word PHNX for your promo. And you know what? You can get some great odds on some NFL deals right here. Arizona only, 21 and up. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Also, we want to keep you safe out there. So... Children, um, people out there, we're going to get back to the uh, DraftKings Sportsbook app in a second because I'm going to make fun of ASU and try to get you some money here. But first and foremost, uh, Arizona Department of Health Services, uh, children five and up are eligible for the COVID-19 vaccine. The vaccine is the best tool that we have to reduce the chances of getting sick with COVID. The COVID-19 vaccine can reduce the risk of being hospitalized or dying from the disease. It's safe, free, and highly effective. COVID-19 vaccines are available throughout Arizona. Visit az.gov, find vaccine for a location near you. Everybody knows somebody that's been affected by COVID. Uh, let's try to, you know, do your part. Uh, get the vaccine if you can. Try to get, uh, um, you know, so you can stay out of the hospital. It's really that simple. All right. Now, let's think that, uh, let's talk about uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app again, code word PHNX. I would bet everything I can against ASU basketball for the rest of the season here. Everything you can against ASU basketball. You know, we've talked about we talked about this a lot last year. Is there was Arizona Arizona, you know, were they at the lowest that they lowest point that they've been at? And I think, you know what? You know, with football and basketball, you could have made that case. I think ASU's at the worst point it's been at. Your basketball program is total poo and your football team is not going to be good. I mean, you're holding on to Herm Edwards. You don't have any recruits coming in. You're you're uh, hemorrhaging players off your roster, and you're only keeping Herm Edwards because you can't hire anyone because nobody has any clue what those sanctions are going to be. ASU's in a pile of crap right now. Isn't it amazing how fast it can happen? Amazingly too? fast. Yes, but that's what they're looking at right there. Because this is and. There's an interesting thing in how fast it can happen and how fast it can turn around positive and negative. And mm-hmm. Arizona and, and ASU are interesting case studies in this. Right. A, a two years ago, you're talking about an ASU team that's in the tournament. Hurley's got 20 wins. The, you know, on a regular basis, the fans are kind of, the student section's pretty good and mm-hmm. excited to go there. They've got, you know, dignitaries showing up in their little free throw curtain thing that they do. And ASU's ba- ASU basketball is kind of fun. Right. And Arizona basketball is, by Arizona standards, struggling, and there's a lot of uncertainty based on sanctions. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you have ASU football, which has a recruiting class. It looks like it's finally building towards something. Right. And it looks like the Sun Devils are going to be a factor in the Herm Edwards experiment is working. Right. That was two years ago. Right, right. Now, that's entirely different. Arizona two years ago is facing massive sanctions, complete uncertainty, is the laughing stock of college basketball right. on a national scale, and their football team is brutal. Right. Now, in the offseason, 
with your your basketball team is ranked in the top five, right. uh, and you're uh, you know for everybody other than Seth Davis, right. and your football team is stringing together what some believe is the best recruiting class in the history of the program. Right. It is amazing how fast that how how that has come is. It's like all of the sand in the hourglass is right. flipped from right. one for, school for sure. to the other. And, and in, in almost no time, no time flat. at yes. all. Right. And dramatically. Right. Not a little bit. Right. But dramatically. Mm-hmm. You have you have an Arizona men's basketball program that people are talking about as a legitimate title right. contender. Right. And you have a football program that, again, yeah, I, I know on the field it's been brutal. But, again, is stringing together a seriously legitimate recruiting class right so it feels like down a, what a roller coaster for the two major universities in the grand canyon state right yeah absolutely you know what we're going to keep you abreast of everything here and we'll be back with you tomorrow thanks for listening to the az wildcats podcast